Uh, Chris, good to have you. Um, you know, it's interesting. Flor- some Florida fans were lamenting the fact that they got beat here by Texas A&M. You guys were beaten by A&M, and, uh, you know, they they bully you. They mug you. They're really good in the front court. They out-rebounded you guys like they out-rebounded Florida. So where is this LSU team now? Well, I tell you, they're, they're in a tough spot early, you know, in the SEC race just simply because they got off to a great start, um, you know, with the win over Arkansas at home. Uh, played valiantly, came up short uh, at Rupp Arena against Kentucky, um, and still felt like, even though in that three-point loss, Steve, that you know, they were going to be able to make something out of that and move forward with some positives and then just completely broke down uh, over in the heart of Texas against Texas A&M. But, you know, your point is well taken. It, it was pure physicality. I mean, that's what the Aggies are going to do. I don't know that they're a great shooting team. In fact, numbers say they're not, but uh, they certainly were the more physical team, uh, seemed to bother LSU a good bit. Um, they pressured the ball pretty much three-quarter court the whole game which a little surprising LSU didn't handle very well. That's not been a problem uh, for LSU most of the year as far as handling not only three-court, uh, three-quarter court, but even full-court pressure. But for whatever reason, the physicality was well, was an issue. And then the rebounding. Um, you know, I talked to Coach McMahon uh, immediately following the game, and he said, hey, come hell or high water, we're going to learn how to rebound. Somebody is going to commit themselves to rebounding. Uh, and he probably mentioned that five times in the six or seven minutes that we talked. So, um, you know, I think it's an important game at home. Uh, you mentioned it. It's a 13-game home winning streak going back to last year. Um, so, you know, um, it's a, it's an important game for LSU, I think, to get their footing back because, uh, again, even though they were 1-1 one one after the first two SEC games, uh, I think they felt like they were playing a lot better than they performed this past Saturday in Bryan College Station. You know, I know – Coach McMahon's only thinking about this game, Chris, but we can speculate. You know, LSU, after this, has to go to Alabama and then Auburn, Tennessee. So this is a pretty important game to win at home, right? Well, yeah. I mean, and, you know, again, that's been a pretty good job for Coach. Um, you know, it's a it's first-year staff. Uh, they had three returning players from a year ago. Coach McMahon brought three players from Murray State who had the successful run to the NCAA tournament last year. Um, but it's a team that looks like they're still learning to play together. And what I mean by that is you can take a look at each individual box score, non-conference and conference, and you will see where there are games where they don't protect the ball very well. Then the next game they'll come out, have single-digit turnovers, but they don't rebound at all. Uh, or they give up, you know, uh, nearly 50% field goal shooting to the opponent. So it almost seems like trying to stop the dam from bursting. You know, you're able to see a leak there and you kind of plug that up. And as soon as you get that one secured, boom, here comes another one. And it just seems to be different issues. And, you know, it's again, trying to find that consistency. Uh, and they can ill afford to, to look ahead beyond Florida. I mean, Florida's coming off that big win. Um, you know, I think uh, plenty of motivation for Florida in the game Saturday against their former coach at Georgia. Um, but, you know, if physicality is going to be an issue, uh, you know, beyond this Florida game, yeah, you've you got plenty of physical teams coming up, including a very talented and physical team in Alabama. 
uh, but not to mention the other two games uh, with Auburn and Tennessee. But it's got to be one game at a time, and it's got to be fixing their issues one game at a time, and that will be you know, handling pressure, rebounding, and protecting the basketball. And I know that sounds like, well, that sounds like what every team says before every game. <laughs> right. um, yeah. But because it was so egregious on Saturday, I mean, they have to improve. And let's face it, you know, Matt's pretty honest about the fact this is not a team built for dominating on the glass. And he says, you know, we can't, you know, expect to win the battle of the boards every night out, but we've got to hold our own. And we certainly can't be uh, down double digits uh, in rebounding. Um, maybe a, a place that a Gator fan could relate, Chris, is uh, you see Coach McMahon and what he's done stylistically. How is he different from what Coach Wade did with LSU? Well, I think defense is priority number one. I mean, I think Coach McMahon, number one, he's always had really good defensive teams. Um, so it's not as if this year is an anomaly. But I think for the most part, they've played well defensively um, because they have been inconsistent offensively. I mean, K.J. Williams didn't have a great game. He finished in double figures with 10 on Saturday. But for the most part, he's been the most consistent scorer as far as double figures go. Uh, and then you'll have maybe Adam Miller will have a big night. Sometimes he doesn't score very much. Uh, Trey Hannibal had really two great games against Arkansas and Kentucky uh, as far as scoring is concerned. Uh, got two early fouls Saturday. He only played five minutes in the first half. Um, but, again, because LSU has not got those consistent three or four double-figure scoring players, uh, and they have to rely on different guys other than KJ night after night, um, they kind of take the motto that defense travels, and that defense will give you a chance to be in every game um, if you stay consistent um, and, you you know, play smart defense without fouling. Uh, so I think – you know, LSU in years past has been a team that would score 80 a game, but they might give up 82. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. You know, LSU this year would love to score 80 a game. I think if they did, they'd uh, have a much better conference record at this point. Um, so I think defensively is probably something that Florida fans will notice that is uh, at least should be. Uh, better than what they've expected in years past against LSU. Okay, always, and these teams always seem to play close games, so we'll see if that takes place again tonight in the Maravich Center. Chris will have the call uh, for the LSU Tigers. Always appreciate your time, Chris. Thank you for doing it. No, man, thanks for having me on. Looking forward to, yeah, uh, two teams to get after each other pretty much in everything, so it should be another <laughs> good one tonight. That is true. See you, Chris. Thank you. Chris Blair, play-by-play voice of the LSU.